0: So in the Nefesh Achayim, we're holding in Shara Gimel. And we discussed the concept of the fact that from Hashem's perspective, we saw that nothing else exists in the same reality. And therefore, the fact that before the Bria or after the Bria, really doesn't impact anyway on a Baruch Hu's existence and the fact that Hashem's a kol And that the fact that Hashem is without borders because Creating the world doesn't limit Hashem. It's not now a place, so to speak, where Hashem isn't because the world is. And this is the oymak we spoke about where people misunderstood how it could be that HaKadosh Baruch reality encompasses everything, and at the same time there's a world. And it doesn't mean that therefore the world is Hashem or Hashem is the world, has Hashem is just a mistake, like Nefesh HaKhaim pointed out to us. What it means is, is that the place where the world exists isn't in the same in the area and isn't in the same concept as the existence of Hashem. Hashem's existence is absolute and without limits, and uh, nothing else exists in that dimension. And therefore, even if there's a bria, that bria doesn't interfere or overlap in any way according the shporachal's existence. And how do you understand the bria? That's what we spoke about last time. And that is, the bria, just like if a person would be thinking about something, what a person thinks about exists in reality in so to speak in his thoughts but it doesn't mean that therefore he's less of a person because now he's thinking about something else and therefore when you spoke about a concept called ratzaini or akadosh baruch wants in the elements of Hashem's ratzain in that there's a concept of in that there's a concept of the whole bria the whole universe where Hashem wants it to be but again, it's existing in the element of Ratzon, and therefore it's not interfering with Hakadosh Baruch. Its existence in any way, and therefore, on the one hand, we look at the concept of Hakadosh Baruch is the al Almin, and that is that in reality, that there's only Hakadosh Baruch. The entire Bria doesn't minimize or limit Hashem in any way, but the way Hashem creates the Bria is in a way that there are going to be many levels, many dimensions in the Bri. And therefore what we saw in nefesh question, how can there be uh, places which are nearer to Hashem or more distant from Hashem? How can there be levels of greater rootness or lesser roughness where there's no separation or division of levels within Hashem? That's true. But in the concept of Ritsuna, which means in the way the world the way Hashem wanted to construct the world in his Ratsan, so then he constructed levels which are higher and lower and in that dimension, which is the dimension we're living in also, because we're also existing within that concept of Ritsune, then in that case, from our perspective, we see that in the reality of Ritsune that Hashem created, there's going to be more spiritual levels and less spiritual levels. There'll be levels which are Kodesh, levels which are Tome, levels which are Tovan, levels which are Ra. But that's all in the context of the Brio that we see it. And therefore, when he spoke to the Nevi'im and he saw, he spoke about the Bria Metzalek of the What we're going to see this time and discuss is how Hashem created the world from the perspective of a person. And that's what he says in the end of Parakdarim of Sharagimel. Gimel. The way that our Kaddish Shparachol uh, is c- connects to the world, Chazal gave a marshal. Of this chabrus on the neshama laguf, the way the neshama connects to the body, and then it says ma neshet nefesh tahira but guf means neshama avakadish parochutar veledame. That just like the neshama is tahar, even if it's connected to a guf which might not be tahar, something like connects to the world rotsolaimai keinan neshama afshem esbashetas vchal pratei varei haadam, even though the neshama has an influence throughout the body. The parts of the body which are naked, which are clean. Those parts of the body which are dirty, which contain filth. That doesn't affect the tar of the neshama. that the neshama influences all parts of the body. the shast the remains tar. And how is it possible? So we explained when we spoke about the sun. And that is The sun provides light and energy to half the globe at a time. Within the daytime, within the sunlight, lots of things are happening. Some are good and some are not so good. And yet, even if a person is using the light in the sun, to be able to see things which are bad, to be able to do things which are wrong, it doesn't affect the sun. And the reason is parashat. The sun is a source of energy, a source of power, and that power might be being misused. That light might be being misspent, but it doesn't affect the source. And therefore, on the first simple level, the neshama gives koyach, gives life, gives energy to the ruach, which gives it to the lefesh, which gives it to the body. And the fact that on a much higher level, therefore, the source of a person's life in koyach is his neshama, that if a person misuses that koyach with his body, he's not affected the neshama where the source of that koyach came from. And therefore, if we understand it by the neshama, we can understand it. as well. The source of all life in Kayach is Hashem. The source of all existence is Hashem. But if a person has Bakhira and a person chooses to misuse the life and existence in Kayach that Hashem gave him, that's affecting the person, that's not affecting Hashem. Because Hashem is the source, and Hashem isn't influenced by the way that it's used. But there's a second point here as well. And that is, that even if the Neshama is on the one hand the source of that kayakh and the second aspect also, and that is, it's not just the fact that the neshama is a source of a kayach, which is distant from the body, and can provide that kayach and that spiritual energy. But there's another point here too, and that is, there's a possibility of the neshama being internalized in the person's body. But like Nebuchadnezzar himself explains, that only happens when a person deserves it. Which means if a person elevates himself to the level, where the neshama can connect to his body, so then there will be that level that a person's at. That the neshama, at least some level of the neshama, is is within the person. But that's not going to matter to the neshama because that level is only possible if a person's on a greater spiritual stature. That so to speak that they can ha- they can, their body can be a platform on which a neshama can reside too. And if a person is going to lose that level, and a person is going to fall from that spiritual madrega then he's not going to metame the neshama. On the contrary, he's going to detach from it. He'll go back down to a lower level where the neshama no longer connects to his body. And therefore, there isn't a possibility of the neshama becoming Tommy. Everybody can always say on a daily basis, that okay, the neshama should not be tahirahi, because the neshama won't become tame. If a person is great enough, the neshama will be more connected to their body, will manifest itself more in their body. If a person does a or loses his level, then the neshama will leave him. He'll fall from that target and the neshama will no longer connect to his body. And therefore the neshama is not going to become Tommy. And therefore, is it true that a rasha has a neshama? In a distant sense, yes. The neshama is way removed from them. It might be the source of the life that the rasha has, but it's coming from the outside. And it's much fear on the person that, that, on the Rosh that neshava, without it being involved or affected by what the what the Rosh does with what the neshama is giving him. And for the tzaddik, the neshama is much closer. And for a big tzaddik, it might even be that a part of the neshama is within him. But at that stage, he's not he's, he's not being contaminated the Hashanah. On the contrary, he's zaychik because of his level of greatness to be able to host that neshama. To connect to it on a much better level. And if we understand that, then we understand that's the paradigm for understanding how Hashem relates to the world. And that's the second part of the Chazal we mentioned before. Now, Hashem is sobev kal'alim. Sobev means surrounds, from the outside. From the outside, HaKadosh Baruch Hu surrounds the world. And in the context of what that means is that from a distance, HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides its life and it heals on everything in the world. And if it's from a distance, it's because that's, the world doesn't deserve more than that. And therefore Hashem from from the outside, so to speak, is being the high of the world, is giving Koyach to the world, but because it's from the outside, then Hashem is not getting affected by what the world does. And therefore there could be Tumma in the world, and there could be Rai in the world, and there could be Yetzirah in the world, and people misusing that Kiyos and that Koyach Hashem is giving them, and creating a mockum of Tumah and evil here in the world, but that doesn't affect Hashem. It doesn't affect Hashem because our Baruch Hu's interaction is from the distance the Kayak is giving which they're misusing and using that to metame and to defile the world. Now it is true also that if the world's in a better place and on a more thicker level so now does it take place the world can get to the stage where Hashem's Shechina can manifest itself, man, manifested itself here which means that shows a world on a level that can host so to speak that manifestation of Hashem we call the Shechina but but that's uh, only when the world deserves it. And if the world will fall from it, as unfortunately is we are living with that reality today, what happens is the Shekhinah detaches itself from the world. And therefore, it's just like by the Neshama, we can't, the Shekhinah won't be in the place of Tummah. If the world is sufficiently tarant and kadesh, the Shekhinah will connect to it. If the world becomes, on, falls to a stage where the Shekhinah isn't prepared to connect to it, the Shekhinah will leave. And the Shrim will only be from a distance and not in this world. And therefore from our perspective, from our sense of reality, as being part of a system which is, exists in the Shem's rotten we see the shkhin, we see our as being on the outside, so to speak, being bestowing or being Mashpia on us without being within the world because the world's not ready for that. From his perspective, the fact that they have many places and bad places in the world aren't enough, don't have any impact, don't have any effect on Kodesh Baruch. And Vladdy brings his the the Holy Israel, the Kabilim in the the Torah from Hashem, in and out of the they make Hashem one through the Torah. V'chol asim l'shemon conditionally, all Hashem's names and titles. V'chol Mashir ilain with aton disperu all the levels of existence, both rochnias and gashmi, which are created to the Torah. V'chol birin ilain with aton all the exist the creatures which exist, whether it's the melachim which are spiritual or physical creatures. Or le'ainu mikol lo echad, or tatei mikol lo, or or nevarakolo yo echad. Above them, below them, besides for them, without them, Hashem is one. And what's, the, what's the Zohar trying to say? And that is, it's true that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a multiple amounts of ex- things in the Bria, and it's true that HaKadosh that Baruch creates all these levels within the existence, but but that doesn't interfere with Hashem being echot. That's in the dimension of where Hashem created everything, but besides that and above that and below that and through with, without that, Hashem is still echid in every way. Like he said, because it doesn't one doesn't one doesn't interfere with the other one. It lives in a different reality. Like as the said before, and also brought from the Keh, and that is that Hashem is echid the same way before and after the book. And now with that principle the the explains us in very okay? I will imkose, Hayen gvirosov and a ray sev is parakemay, and that is Shaafal Pikain, Tsim Ksim Kyakavodi Yisparach, Shiyukali Matse In Mits Alamusakhis, Ubrias Nibraim Umchodashim. The g the Hashem's Gvura, Hashem's ability is that he's able to Mitsam, so to speak, we'll talk what that means in a moment, he's covered that there could be the concept of all these multiple worlds levels, whether it's talking about different spiritual koichas. Different uh, level of creations that Hashem makes. In all different levels, all different level places, From our perspective, the universe Hashem created encompasses all these different stages, all these different levels. What we see is the Bria, the way that we see the Bria or well, as it appears to us, and as it appears to us, we see level, different levels. We see more Rukhni, less Rukhni, what's college, what's good, what's bad, what's evil. We see all, all the different levels. And therefore, our in keeping the Torah, and our type of Hashem wants from us, is both based on our perspective. And therefore, in our perspective, we see these different levels, and we, we then we're instructed the way we see it. And therefore, there is a second concept here of how we compare the neshama to the body from our perspective. Just like by a person, what you see is the person, the body, the physical side of the person. And the in the is When one looks at a person, one can't see his neshama; you can see his body. But in the neshama, even though it's present, but nevertheless it's not visible to people. But it's English, which means if a person understands, you can see that if a person's alive and moving and acting, it's not his body because the body doesn't have the koyich of life; it's just the kli which houses it. And therefore, if we see a person showing life, we understand it's because of the Neshama inside of him. But, but that's an understanding. It's not a visible reality. Same thing when we look at the universe that we find ourselves in. Where Hashem has placed us. What we see is the physical reality of everything, which is the way that Hashem certainly wanted it to be. Is using his kayach within everything to give it life and to give it existence and to keep it to growing or developing, whatever it might be. So that's our seichel. We understand that we see life in everything. But we don't see that. What we see is what we see physically, just like by a person. We see his physical body and We are only aware intellectually that he is in the Shema too. The Shema which is within everything, and we see it by the fact that it's alive. And only that, all Hashem's names and titles and descriptions, everywhere Hashem is described or related to. <laughs> we don't have a name for Hashem in essence because a name defines something. And Hashem is undefined. He is unbounded. He is... He's unbounded. He's kol yochov. It's only when we're talking about Hashem acting in a certain capacity that you can give Him a certain name. And we only see Hashem acting in a certain way in relation to the world. So Hashem judging the world, we call Him a daim. Hashem is giving chesed to the world, we call Him a rachum Hashem is giving existence to the world, we use the name Yurke Vavke. Hashem is running the world, we use the name Yurke All the times of have Hashem are our way of looking at Hashem, which means the way we see Hashem interacting with us. But the reality that Hashem exists in a way which the world doesn't interfere with, then we don't have a title for that because we can't, from our perspective, we can't relate to that the same way. And therefore, all the we have for Hashem is Shemitzani is Chabrus the way Hashem relates to the world. Shemitzidam v'ayadev Nimshak Kalashinuim Sholprat Sidra, and Hagakora. Based on how Hashem is choosing to relate to the world, it changes the way what happens in the world. If Hashem is acting more b'din, there'll be less, there'll be more punishment and less shafa. If Hashem is acting more berachahim, there'll be more chesed unto the world, even if it's not deserved. The way Hashem runs the world will depend on, so to speak, what we see. The mid that Hashem is using. In choosing how to run the world. And again, from our perspective as people, that we see ourselves in a physical reality. Even if that whole reality exists in Hashem's eternity, but if we see ourselves in that reality, then we relate to Hashem how he chose to relate or how he chose to act to the world we see ourselves in. And therefore, as an extension of this principle, that there's the reality of the universe we see around us, and in the fact that we understand. What we can't see is that how Akadosh Baruch Hu is pulling the strings and running that reality and giving it existence. Then there's the even deep reality, which we definitely can't see and maybe we're able to comprehend a little bit of. And that is that this entire universe and the reality which Hashem is directing and running all only exists in Hashem's Ratsan. And really, therefore, it's not the real existence which is Hashem Himself. It's a existence which exists in only within that element of HaKadosh Baruch called the Now, that we already spoke about in the previous year, hopefully understood to some level. There's another diak which is important to understand here. The Nevesh used Baruch language that seems the same HaKadosh minimized his kvayday. And what does that mean? So he's explaining a point that Rizal says, and it's important to understand it properly. A number of times, Rizal uses the word that to create the world, Hashem was mitzamtem. There's a concept of tzimtzum, which means to minimize, to limit. And people could make the mistake of thinking that what Rizal meant is Hashem limits Himself. So you know, he Hashem is there's less of Hashem, or Hashem doesn't encompass the entire reality. Because he had to make space to the world and to do that he had to somehow you know, minimize himself or limit himself. And that's not true. if Chaim explains that Hashem doesn't limit himself. Hashem is still kalyachal. Hashem is still without limits after the Briah, just like before the Briah. And if that's the case, how do you understand the concept of tzimtzum? Of the limit that Hashem applies when He creates the world. There are different ways of explaining this. But the way the Chaim explains it is that Tzimtzum that and Hashem is covered. And what does that mean? So here we come to a big side which I've mentioned before, something that Ramchal also talks about, and that is that when Hashem creates everything in this prayer, it's created for a reason. And the reason is that in some way it's going to bring to quote Shemayin. Now, covered, if you think about it for a moment, isn't something which really exists before there's a creation of a world. Because the whole concept of covered is what one thing can give another. There's no such thing as a person being Muhammad himself. It's meaningless. covered defines a yachas, a term of relationship from one entity to another. And therefore, if I see something else as greater than me, as more exalted than me, then I can give it covered But with... For something to themselves there's no concept of covet and if we understand that we'll understand another point as well and that is from the point of view of the recipients covered isn't giving them anything they don't have something more because they got covered covered only exists in the sense of the person giving covered can give but it's not something real which the person receiving the cover will get it doesn't even make sense one isn't given something tangible or something real by COVID. A person that gets covered hasn't been given more of a madrega A person that gets covered hasn't been given something of value, which he can use. COVID is only that what, what, from the point of view of the one giving, what he can give to someone greater than him is show that I'm It's like giving something in any, real, in any real way to the one who's getting it. And therefore, we see from here, why did Hashem create this concept? I've covered. Here, the Ramchal tells us a very deep episode. And that is, Hashem creates a person that we saw to be as similar to Hashem as possible. That's the ultimate that a Nivra, that a creation can achieve, can hope for. And how does Hashem make a person as similar as possible to him? So, spiritual closeness means spiritual similarity. And therefore, if Hashem will create a person, To give him more and more and more. To an incredible amount. Hashem isn't making something similar to him. On the contrary. He's making something diametrically opposite to him. Because that would make Hashem the ultimate benefactor. And the person the ultimate recipient. So they would be polar opposites. They would be completely different to each other. In order for something to be more similar to Hashem. It has to act in a way more similar to Hashem. And if that's the case. If Hashem is giving to a person the whole time, and what He wants is that the person should be similar to Him, Hashem has to create a person with the ability to give to. But here comes the question. Hashem is everything, Hashem doesn't need anything. And if that's the best, what could a person possibly give Hashem? And for this, HaKadosh Baruch has to create the reality of something which He doesn't have that a person can give Him. But it can't be something of of essence that he doesn't have, because Hashem is everything. There's no Hashem. Hashem is perfection. And therefore Hashem is to create a new concept, which didn't exist before that. And now that this new concept exists, there's something that a person can give Hashem. And the truth is, whether a person does give it to Hashem or doesn't give it to Hashem, it doesn't affect Hashem in any way. It doesn't make him more or less if he gets it, because Hashem is perfection either way around. But from the point of view of the person, it creates something which, from the person's point of view, he can give. Even if, from the point of view of HaKadosh Baruch, he's not really getting anything. And that's what we call covet. Covet is what the, the, the giver can give, even if, from the point of view of the recipient, there's nothing ready to take. And this, Ramashi Bereza Chanabracha, we used to say, is in the words of the Tefillah. When we say Hashem is ta'if, Hashem is good, and he wants to do good. That's why he creates everything. And what did he do in order to be good? Yatsar Kavad Nishmoy He creates this concept of Kavad He creates this concept of Kavad And Therefore there's something which now people can give him The cover that he created But If that's the case If the Breer is created to give Kavad Then that should exist in everything in the Breer In other words the entire Breer should be The entire Breer should be Giving Kavad to Hashem Which is what it was meant for Everything Hashem creates in the world, he creates for his God. But if that's the case, everything will be perfect, and everything would be good and everything would be on a high level of condition. And if that's the case, there wouldn't be any sign for the person. Because for a person to live in a situation where everything is good and everything is Qadish, and nothing besides for that, what's the person then the person would by default be kaddish as well. And therefore, Hashem is to create a world in which there are things which aren't called. Things which are bad. Things which aren't used for Kvot Shemayim. And now, the person's in a situation which that's what gives the person Pekhira. There's an option of good, there's an option of bad. The option of bad isn't producing Kvot Shemayim. But, it allows the person to create Kvot by choosing not to do it. And that's a very deep point. That's what we call Tzim Hashem minimizes the Kavit. Whereas the B'riah should have been something where every single thing is given cover to Hashem, Hashem creates the Bri in a way where not everything is given Kavit to Hashem. Because that way a person can choose to associate with or use or connect to those things which aren't given covet to Hashem and be a Rasha. Or a person can choose to avoid those things which aren't given cover to Hashem and that's his Kvachamayim. The person's Kvachamayim is I'm choosing not to do things Hashem. Which aren't meant for kvod things which are bad, and therefore, even though there's something in the brea which on its own is not giving kvod but it prevents it provides the opportunity for the person to provide to do to create kvod shemaim by avoiding it. Whereas if everything in the brea was good in Kodesh and torah and bring kvod shemaim, a person has no other option. And this is a deep point. In fact. That even though, as he explained, this is the Chalik of the Nisan, the Adam Rishon had. He sees Eden. and everything in Ghanedin is Kodesh and and meant to be giving Kochamayim. And there's an Eid Sadas. And how is it possible that in the middle of Eden there's something which is created and not giving Kochamayim? There's nothing it can do to give Kochamayim. And that was the mistake. Because it's true, the Eid adas wasn't meant to give Kochamayim. On the contrary, it wasn't meant to be used at all. But. By obeying Hashem and not eating from the etzadahs, Odlem would be given Shemayim. And the same applies to everything which is Ra, and everything which is Tome, and everything which is which is inside of what Hashem forbids us from doing. It might not have an expression of how it can use Kvot Shemayim, besides for the fact that it's enabling the person to provide Kvot Shemayim by withstanding it, by avoiding it. And that's a so. Whereas Mitzat, the Bria, really, everything in the Bria should be used in some way to give Kvot shemaim should be singing the prayers of Hashem, should be a Dover of Kedusha, which is bring for shemaim In order to provide a person with Bechira, Hashem is Mitzamtsim that. There are those things in the Bria which aren't being used for Kvot Shumayim. There's a constant in the Bria of Ra, there's a Satan, the things which are Tome. And the reason why Hashem creates things which don't give Kvot Shumayim, His Mitzamtsim is covered, so to speak. By creating things which don't give covered is in order for the person to be able to create kedusha. That makes the person greater, and that's the Chesed Hashem did, that he limits the kedusha produced by the briah in order to increase the amount of kedusha that the person can produce. Because at the end of the day, ultimately, that's the tachlis of the briah the kedusha which comes from the person, because it's the person which is going to be similar to Hashem, and it's by how much cover he can give, which is what makes him more similar to Hashem.